0: What is up friends happy sushi friday as you know sushi fridays exist to share the stories of diverse founders and creatives and as a child of filipino immigrant parents i share my own stories in my work so it's always interesting and inspiring to me when i get to learn about the stories of other filipino immigrant families like mine like how they relocate, where they set up roots, how they build. And that brings us to our guest today, who I'm super excited for you to meet, Galenachi, the creator. He's an artist, designer, creator based in the UK, who I've been following for quite a while now since we first connected on socials. Mind you, I filmed this episode on a summer afternoon back in July it is October 2023 now. It has been a couple months, but it was worth the wait. Not only did I learn about podcasting, I also got to learn about Galanachi's journey from the Philippines to the UK, to what schooling was like, the kind of life and business lessons he learned, and how passion projects led to where he is today. His favorite artist is Nipsey Hussle. His fave song is Victory Lap, and it surely shows by the way he makes moves. So, without further ado, I introduce to you Galanachi, the creator. Let's get into it. I just want to talk to you about everything basically about your journey. I know that you were born in Manila. Can you share with us how? You went from Manila to the u k and how that affected or inspired your creative journey today?
1: Yeah, so I was yeah, I was born in Manila. I'm like the the eldest of four, but back then it was just three of us, and yeah, I was in Manila until up, up until like I was seven, so I still have memories of like growing up in Manila, playing there, going to school there. At a young age, I started drawing too. So, like, I think my very, very, kind of like youngest memory of me like picking up art was when I was like five, and that was like when I was drawing uh Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. And mm-hmm. during that time, my mom actually was already in the UK as a working as a nurse, and it's only like my dad I was taking care of uh my sister, and my, my brother, and myself. And he would send those drawings to my mom all the way from Philippines to to the UK. But yeah, that's like the very, very, very first memory of me, like just being in touch with like art. So when I moved to the UK, all I remember when I first kind of like went to school is I would enjoy like the art lessons that we have. Like I didn't know how to talk. So I kind of communicated through my art. And then that's kind of like when I realized that, wow, I have something that most people don't really have. Because every time we had like art lessons, they would kind of crowd around my table and be like, wow, did you draw that? Did you draw that? Because it was just like the way I drew was higher, a higher level compared to like my peers. That's because Mm -hmm. I was already like practicing when I was like five, because that was like the thing that I was doing and passionate about. I would get into the zone, as you call it, and before you know it, I have like a I'd completed like this portrait, and it, it was like very frictionless for me to to do because I just get into that mindset in that zone, and it just flows. You know, there's no there's no resistance to it, mm-hmm. and I think most people find find it hard to even get into that stage where they go into that kind of flow what you call a flow so i'm grateful that that comes very natural to me especially with with the when i do art but then it's also during um that time in uh, what you call high school where i discovered design as well Mm -hmm. so there was like a a lesson a a subject called uh, design technology and it was like woodwork and all that stuff. And that was when I was like introduced to the whole kind of like concept of design. So I kind of excelled in design also. And then I took that onto, Oh, we call it six form. We have six form. It's like the, like a preparatory years. Like there's like two years that you do before you go into university. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So during that time I pushed to do like, the art and the design but then i failed like the first year and during that first year i wasn't even i wasn't able to do art because not many not enough people took art so during that time i had to take design instead and then like i did like maths and physics because i was like preparing myself to get into architecture mm-hmm. because I was thinking what what kind of career path would kind of like utilize my art kind of like creative side. And obviously in a Filipino household, like you, you see they're like a a doctor or engineer or yeah. even like an architect, like somewhere within those kind of range.
0: So did you actually go into studying architecture or you started and you just thought, no, this is not for me? Did you finish in it?
1: See, see the, the, the thing is the architecture degree here, it's like seven years long. So, oh, wow. yeah, I ended up, I did my um, undergrad, which is the three years. So I went to like a Cardiff University to study architecture. And yeah, I did, I completed those three years, but it was like, it was up and down. It was, it was like a love and hate relationship with the with the subject. Because for the first year, everyone starts off in the same level, right? Because they teach you the fundamentals of design principles and everything. Then it was like the second year comes along. And then that's when it's Mm -hmm. like the real stuff where it gets technical. And I struggled, I struggled. And I failed like two modules. But then I managed to to pass, pass it eventually. And then third year, I pushed even harder. I ended up graduating that first three years. But yeah, it was definitely like a love and hate relationship with architecture because it wasn't something I was passionate in about to even like pursue as a, as a career. But I thought it was just something that maybe could lead into something that would satisfy my creativity.
0: Wow. So what are you passionate about today so, creatively? Yeah
1: creatively actually architecture just going through that that route it kind of made me realize yeah buildings that's not really the the <laughs> thing that i'm passionate about but mm-hmm. what i did find out was i do like the design side of it i do like conceptualizing and i do like modeling these things and creating these concepts Creating a story for it and whatnot. I actually went to go and work in an architecture firm for a year, and I think it was during that year that I found out what I really wanted, type of thing, because it was like a nine to five. But I, I did dream of working in central London, so that kind of fulfilled that dream. But then I also noticed things where okay, the the nine to five life isn't for me, like. I would look around and I'm like, can I see myself here in ten years? I was like, no, definitely not. Like I, I couldn't I couldn't see I couldn't see past five years or let alone mm-hmm. ten. But it was through that journey where I really kind of like found out what I really wanted to do.
0: What resonates with me is the fact that Galanachi looked around that architectural firm and questioned whether or not he can see himself there five, even ten years in, and he couldn't. What comes next? He discovers what truly ignites him, beyond architecture.
1: The funny thing is, during my time in architecture school, I was doing like fashion already. I was doing like, me and my classmates, course mates. we started like a, a brand it was like an architecture fashion brand, so it was like clothing that was like inspired by architecture and we actually made like a this jumper from scratch so i I sewed it and made the pens and everything and actually made a garment from scratch and then on top of that, I would be doing like paintings on denim jacket during that time. So instead of, like, actually doing architectural work, I'll be doing things on the side, Mm -hmm. which kind of, like, pulled me away from what I should be doing during uni. But it was, yeah, it was those hobbies then that ended up being what I'm actually passionate about and, like, really pushing on now. Because I've always kind of, like, think longevity. If I can't, if I'm not passionate about something, and especially in a career aspect, right? Then what's the point of pursuing a career where you're not really wholeheartedly passionate? Cause then you're just going to be there and you're going to be miserable, miserable every single day. Yeah. Being able to create something from scratch. Those are the things that I'm very, very passionate about. And maybe that's why I am where I am right now because I realized that, okay, I need to really do things that I'm passionate about because then I could really push those as far as I can without being miserable or all all of those things because it's either I take that career path where I'm miserable and I'm just going to be demotivated every single day or I do something that I'm passionate about And then face challenges, but then overcome them because I'm passionate enough to really keep on pushing.
0: Can you tell us about how that led to your fashion brand, Galanacci?
1: Yeah, Galanacci. Actually, it's funny because when I came up with the word Galanacci, it wasn't even meant to be a fashion thing. It wasn't even meant to be like closely related to what I'm doing now. It was simply like because back then it was like what 2015 2014 i wanted like a a one word instagram username and mm-hmm. during that time i was watching like prison break and i heard the word fibonacci and that's like it's like the italian mathematician who coined the whole like a golden ratio and then the the fibonacci sequence which is closely related to like the the golden number, so like the spirals on a snail, or like the how a leaf looks like in nature, and then I just combined that with like my surname Galan, and then that's where I came up with Galanachi. So literally back then it was just for Instagram name. That's it because it was one word and it sounded cool. But then fast forward maybe what five six years, it ended up becoming like my artistic alias. And then becoming my actual brand name because when I started Galanacci, I didn't even have a logo and I didn't even know kind of what I was gonna do, but I did know the purpose behind it. So I wanted to like create and motivate to so basically have it as a platform for me to feed in all my creations, but more tailored into that fashion route because during the time of like the inception of Glenachi, I was already like looking up to like Virgil Abloh, Samuel Ross, if you've heard of him. And the funny thing is, um, it was during uni where I came across these guys. Imagine, wow, what if I took their path and I did the things that they were doing? That would be like so cool and something I'm actually quite interested in because I already I was already interested in fashion in the first place. And all the things that they were doing, streetwear, luxury, and all of that. But from there, I was sort of just thinking, I I need to step foot in fashion in a different way, where because obviously I didn't have any background in fashion whatsoever. I just had a background in architecture and arts and design.
0: Passion and purpose many times go hand in hand, and we see this in Galanachi's work. He also acts on passion and purpose, and he's living proof that acting on it leads to opportunity.
1: So I follow my gut feeling, and that gut feeling was to just draw for a straight month of like, these illustrations of looks from a cold wall so uh works of samuel ross i would be uh illustrating and posting them online and tagging samuel ross because i wanted to go and work for him Mm -hmm. right so that then maybe that way i could step foot into into the industry and learn more whilst i kind of build my brand on the side but the the crazy thing about it is this guy named reese yeboa during that time was actually being mentored by samuel ross and he contacted me through the dms because he saw those illustrations that i was tagging samuel ross but then it was him that saw me and then during that time he was starting his own uh luxury streetwear brand and he previously had a brand also that, that he was running for like almost 10 years so When I kind of looked into him, I was like, "Wow, okay, this is it," because I actually wanted to at least jump jump on a startup clothing brand where they're upcoming. They already have like experience, so that I can learn from them. And then this Mm -hmm. all happened in the span of that one month of me like having that gut feeling to start illustrating. So it was like it's just mind blowing how things lined up back then. So. It was through there where I learned to actually like incorporate storytelling purpose within within your brand. So I've been working there for two years. Actually, today is my last day there. I sent, I sent my resignation letter <laughs> like three months ago. And through, during that two years, I literally, I went from not knowing how to build a brand or even knowing anything about like f- how to build a fashion brand. To being in there in those rooms where dis- decisions were made. Cause with Reese Yaboa, he has a brand called Yaboa and it was about, uh, help the, the whole message is helping others. And it's like a, a street luxe brand. And they recent, oh, at the beginning of this year, they had like a collab with Cause. I don't know if I've, you've heard of Koz. So it's like a Swedish uh, fashion brand. So they collaborated with Yaboa. So that was really such a dope experience like that was when I really really learned a lot I saw how an established brand corporate level how they kind of like move and how they do things and then I found out that it was quite similar to how an architecture firm were, uh moves not only that it's that they also we did a fashion show at the Tate Modern
0: in London, Did, uh, yeah, that's epic. for that
1: for that collection. So that was mm-hmm. like an even like crazier experience to have because I was during that time I was like what one year into my kind of like fashion journey of like building a brand, my own brand. Because I was building Galanachi on the side while whilst working for uh, Yeboah So everything I learned, I I had to apply it straight away because that's the best way to learn. And that's mm-hmm. the way you would retain the information more. So I was just applying everything I learned and building Galanaci on, on the side. And just experiencing all of those things, it just boosted uh, my, my learning by like 5x at least. Because mm-hmm. if I kind of like think back now, if I were to go the trad- traditional route of like going back to uni or maybe interning at a corporate fashion brand. It would take a lot longer and I wouldn't even probably ac- have access to those specific experiences that I have now. It's just a crazy amount of experience that I wouldn't even be able to like a for in a way. You know, like money can't buy that type of experience because it kind of, it manifested naturally and so organically. So I'm very, very grateful because then now that that helped me set up the foundations for, for Galanachi.
0: So what's your next step for
1: Galenachi? Yeah, so for, for Galenachi, I think it's, so during the, that whole time with like uh, the Yabawa, it's, it's, I learned that one of the big things about starting a brand is having a community to back it up, right? So I think for me, the, the main focus is to, to build that community, to attract those people with same values, or if not, people who are starting that journey with the same kind of like mindset because Galanachi is about the the self-discovery of one's greatness. I'm kind of encapsulating this whole kind of thought where everyone has the potential to be great, but then it requires self-discovery and that whole self-discovery takes time. So not, not everyone is able to, to go and find, how great they can be because obviously life you just get bombarded you just, you just don't have the time but what i'm saying is like with this brand is at least question what you could be great at what your purpose is and and just try to go on that journey to like of that self-discovery so yeah it's definitely just building a community and then at the same time refining my my technical skills. Like I want to be able to design the clothing, create the clothing, make the clothing and all of those things like being able to just sketch an idea, create the the idea and then scale the idea by forwarding it into a manufacturer and then marketing that and then pushing it to to your community if they like it, if they love it and all of those aspects it's just the, the whole journey is something that that really kind of interests me but yeah definitely community building is my main focus and my brand ethos and values are yeah. also evolving with time so it's just pushing those and being able to also live by what i'm pushing so by doing the whole kind of 365 series that i'm currently doing for galanachi which is designing a look every single day for 365 days. I think that's one way of living up to my brand's uh, slogan and ethos and hopefully inspire creatives like, oh, if he can do it, then maybe I can do it too. So yeah, that's what I'm really pushing for, for the brand currently.
0: When you talk about your brand values, I see that in your messaging and I see that in your posts and it's so prevalent in just how you present your brand. So I think that's super admirable. Also because I feel like a lot of people who get into fashion are just doing it for the sake. This is just my opinion. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm in fashion, but I'm just thinking... What do you stand for, really? And I feel like you're legit because you actually care about those Thank things. So I I admire that. Thank you.
1: Yeah, no, I I share the same uh, same outlook because there's just so many brands popping here and there. But then when you think about it, time will filter them out. Like the ones that are really serious about it, they're gonna they're gonna withstand time. They're gonna be here in five years. They're gonna be in ten years because. Yeah, for me, purpose is important because yeah, once I found that purpose, I was like, okay, yeah, there's no stopping me, man. I don't (laughs) care if it takes five years, 10 years to really like get the results that I imagine in the top of my head, but it's going to come with time. So I'm just going to keep my head down and keep it, keep it moving. Finding purpose, purpose, finding purpose is the -hmm. hardest thing. And it's, it's a luxury for you to know what your purpose is because not many find out what their purpose is even throughout their lifetime and I consider myself very very lucky to to even have found it at at the age I
0: am looking back at your journey is there anything that you would do differently
1: yes I saw this on your when you sent it over the question and I was like I was thinking about it and I was like Would I really change anything? Because whatever happened, happened for a reason. And if I did change a certain aspect of it, then the outcome would be very different. I wouldn't even, I might not even be the person I am now. Or I might not even be doing the things I'm doing now also. So I think I wouldn't change anything because everything had to happen the way it happened in order for me to be standing or sitting here today.
0: Mm -hmm. Cool. And I feel that. It's like every, every event or every decision you made, everything led to where you are today. And I truly believe that. Yeah. How do you find inspiration for your work and how do you prioritize? Am I going to be drawing today? Am I, going to create video today like how do you prioritize your creative tasks and where do you find the inspo for that
1: it's funny because in terms of inspiration i usually deeply pull from my interests so art design fashion boxing especially especially for like the the ethos and values of galanachi i pull a lot from uh, boxing Because I think boxing is like the the best metaphor for life. Like no matter how many how many times life knocks you down, you gotta get up. You know, every single time. That's where I pull from boxing. But then in terms of like design, and inspiration in general, I think it's just through life living. You know, like I I'd say I have a good kind of like photographic memory, where if I see something that I like, it's kind of just stored in my mind. So. For example, like the three sixty-five days, if I if I saw something that I liked a couple of days ago, and then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let me do that for today. I would just draw that, pull it from my from my memory. But usually, it's through Instagram. It's the same thing. If I like something, I'll just store it. And I mean, I could. I also like screenshot things that I like, whether it be in a movie, a K drama. Or anything really. If I if I'm walking and then I see like a an interesting wall, the the way the graffiti was sprayed, or the way the the wall is decaying, I'll just take a snap a picture. But yeah, I like to pull from life really, just by living, because then that's more kind of like personal to you, you know. Like it's authentic. Like no one can take that away from you. Like it's it's part of your journey.
0: So with all of this creative work that you do, do you find time for self-care outside of boxing? Like do you find time for yourself and for your mind and for your relationships? Like how does that work into the picture?
1: It's it's funny that you say that because I've sort of tailored my life around the things that I am passionate about. So yeah, there's a dedicated time for me to to draw and all of that. Ever since I was young, it was always like that. So people around me knew I'm that type of person that just enjoys creating. I'm a person who likes solitude, you know, like I like my mm-hmm. own time, my free time. And luckily, the my car, my girlfriend right now, she's she also understands because she's pretty much the girl version of me. Like she has that hunger, that passion, the same things, but it's just it covers a different realm of creativity. But the the great thing is she actually she's basically like the co-founder for Galenachi, So we're we're working hand in hand. She oversees everything and I always run th- run things through her just to get that second opinion. But yeah, I think I just sort of tailored this whole creative creativity this whole that personality of being a creative person and just build my life around it because if you don't then that's when you don't find time to do those things because you're just going to build your life around life so around your nine to five so you, you're, you're not actually building it yourself you're allowing other things that happen in your life to basically control and navigate where you go. But I kind of took the control. I was like, nah, no, I'll 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 be the I'll be the captain of that ship.
0: If you had one message for aspiring young creatives, what would that be?
1: I think the best one would be stop aspiring and just be. You know? Because back then I had like a tagline called aspiring creator
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I, did, I had the tagline for, for like years. I would always put it on my social media just to show like, oh, I'm, I'm an artistic person. But then mm-hmm. I had like that sudden shift in perspective where I'm like, why am I aspiring? Like, let me just be, I uh, let me be a creator because I, I already am because I, I create these drawings, these artworks, these designs. And whatnot, So yeah, that would be like, forget aspiring, just get down and be, become it, you know, just be it. And then you start from there.
0: Okay. I just want to end it off with five rapid fire questions. So whatever comes to your head, (laughs) whatever comes to your head, answer however you want. Number one, fave fashion designer of all time. Virgil Abloh. Yes, you have the architectural parallels. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Last meal on earth.
1: Ooh, kare kare! Oh, I love my kare kare life. <laughs> oh man. my gosh! Yeah. Too good, man! With yes. the bagoong. oh my days! It's my my top my top favorite food.
0: Only from your family, or do you do you eat it outside?
1: Only from my mom's cooking, or my yeah, cooking, or exactly. my girlfriend's cooking. Other than that, nice. it just tastes different.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. I ordered that at a Filipino restaurant once. It wasn't the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long- Number three, fave musical artist of all time. Oh, it's got
1: to be Nipsey Hussle. Because it was, it was him that kind of put into my mind this whole consistency. Like his uh, branding, the marathon. So like the life isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. So it's him pushing pushing that message of longevity, and also independency, because he 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 owns all his all of his masters and all of those things. So yeah, it's definitely Nipsey Hussle.
0: What's a fashion trend you'd like to see disappear forever? <sighs> tracksuits, man. I'm not a
1: fan <laughs> of like
0: really the, Nike, Nike
1: tech <laughs> fleeces. So like the tracksuits wow. in the UK. I'm not. I've never been, I'd, you've never seen me wearing that. Like, I was never into it, especially when it's a big part of the, the UK culture growing up, especially. Yeah, I was never into it. It looks, wow, it looks trashy. I'm sorry. I prefer okay, like the no 90s. no tracksuits for you. Yeah, like I prefer like the 90s, like Adidas dance tracksuits, you know, like the Adi color, mm. those type of tracksuits, but like the Nike tech fleece, I just couldn't, I can't.
0: Okay, last question. Dream travel destination.
1: Oh dream travel destination. That's a hard one. There's there's a couple. Like I would really like to see like a proper African country. But it has to be like deep there. Either oh, I don't know, either that or somewhere in South America, like Brazil. those those type of areas like very dense jungly forests
0: and there you have it friends I want to sincerely thank my very first Sushi Friday's guest Galanachi the creator who shared with us his journey from Manila to the UK from architecture to passion projects to fashion to growing his brand and living in passion and purpose I myself have learned a lot from him including consistency, grit, and just staying on track. Let me know what you thought about this episode. You can send me a DM on IG at Sushi Fridays Pod, or send me a message at Sushifridayspod at gmail.com. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I am your host, Andrea Pasquale, and I thank you again for listening to Sushi Fridays. I will talk to you again next Friday.